everybody. It's George Saldano. I'd like to promote Happy Tears and Jumani Estes. Freak Show came out just a few weeks ago. Uh, I want you guys to check it out. Uh, it's a great film. And, um, yeah, just learn about these people and learn about their craft and work. And um, hope you guys enjoy it. Hey everybody, this is George Zandon, and this is a new addition to Disney Thursdays. We're here in Sacramento, California. Shout out to all the cities, small and big, here in the United States, and a shout out to all the countries around the world. Uh, here with me is Jemani Estes. Disney Thursdays, this podcast is strictly for Disney. We talk about them, and it's all for the Disney fanatics. And ladies and gentlemen, today's film is... What's up, Jamani? What's up, my man? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. It's good to be back. Yes. Yeah. Another edition. Okay. So this time, second animated film from Disney, Pinocchio. Best one, man. <laughs> okay. Um, what was your first uh, experience watching this film? The first? I honestly can't even tell you. I know I was super baby and like, not literally, but like super baby to the point like, I watched it so many times that I don't remember the first time. Okay. I remember the first years. Like, <laughs> that was like the only Disney movie I would watch. I'd have it on, like, repeat. Yeah. The tape. You know, you had to rewind the tapes. Mm. Yeah. VHS? VHS. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up watching. Yeah. I, that film stuck onto me for, like, since the first time I saw it. But I never got to listen or see the the english version i actually saw the spanish version interesting yeah um we were at at the flea market in san jose yeah and uh my mom was like oh it's pinocchio and then she she got the vhs it was probably like five ten bucks at the time and she bought it and it was only the spanish version so and i didn't understand english at the time so i was like okay cool um i didn't see i never saw it before so we saw it that night that same night, and um, I never, I was, I was, I liked it, but I also felt that uh, that was, I, I was a little scared. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a dark, dark cartoon, yeah. really dark. Um, it's one of like I, I think I mentioned it before. These, the first few films are like one of the darkest films for yeah. Disney, even for kids, were yeah. pretty dark. And um, Pinocchio's was one of them, but it had a good moral to it, despite uh all these dark visuals and all these adult themed uh issues that happen yeah funny you say that that's like um when i was a kid kid i didn't even know what was going on to the point like you could just like tell the story but like you don't know that they becoming jackasses and that's a donkey and shit like that you know it was it was weird they getting like drunk and smoking all kind of shit. So it's funny. And then even uh, what's his name? The the two cats. I know Gideon. Uh, I don't remember. I, I know Gideon. I forgot the other one. But like, even them. Like you don't think what's really going on until like you start getting older and then you're like, oh shit. Yeah. These guys are yeah. <laughs> they're uh, they're bad influences. Yeah. yeah. 
So, yeah. I, I like the um, when I was watching it, uh, my mom would be like, uh, "If you do this, you turn like this. Just scare you." And then I was like, "I was I believed him for a little bit, and then um, I kept watching and watching it. This this type this is the type of film that I wouldn't watch all the time, just because um, one one time in half a year or a year is good enough. Like it's it's not uh, it's not I don't think it's meant for a film to be watched all over all, like all the time. Mm -hmm. It's it's a great uh, moment to watch the film at some point in your life, and then just whenever you might feel like watching it or you might stumble into it, you might as well just watch it. Um, I remember I, speaking of those two, the cat and and the fox. It was it was a fox and a cat. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I like the structure of the what. Well, Disney brought up, um, you know, Jiminy as the good conscience and then them being the bad conscience. Uh, I never knew, like, I didn't notice it at first, but, right. like, I just thought they were just side bad characters, you know, like, um, they were just there for trouble. Yeah. And Jiminy was the, the voice of reason. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And then the donkey, the donkey's part was, like, a bit scary, yeah. the way it looked. And then, um, even Stromboli, Strom he, heck yeah, he was, like, he was a scary captivity, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> scary dude, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, like he, Pinocchio meets every guy, every person, creature, and they're really manipulative. Yeah. And Jimmy has that responsibility to like protect Pinocchio of everything. It's sort of a hassle for that. Uh, I, I best believe. <laughs> uh, shout out to Jiminy Cricket, man. <laughs> For sure. Okay. Um, so, um, when was the last time you saw this film? Last time I watched Pinocchio, like two years ago? Two years ago. It was like maybe three. It was when it just came out for like Blu ray. Oh, Blu ray edition? Yeah. Okay. So, it's been a while. I, I, I still have the, the VHS tape still. I still have the, the live action one. We got to discuss about that one soon. Yeah. Um, but I, I enjoy both of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what do you think of Pinocchio in this version of Disney? I, you know, to me, that's, uh, that should be held on a pedestal. It's a good movie. It's, it, I agree with you when you say it's, you got to at least watch it once in your lifetime. Yeah. It's, a, it's an important tale of learning not to lie. And listening to your inner self when you feel like you ain't supposed to do something that yeah. you know you're not supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, and just, uh, you know, having courage, overcoming something that you uh, believe in almost. Because, you know, he, he thought he was a real boy. Turns out he became a real boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, you're watching and you're like, there's no way. A wooden boy is gonna become a real flesh, but you know it happens. He saves the day. Um, I'll, I'm always a big buff of watching behind the scenes stuff, especially when it's Disney. Yeah. And um, I remember um, there has been some deleted scenes in the yeah. film. I I always love seeing deleted scenes. Some are really creepy, some are not as much. But um, for example, this one creeped me out, even though it uh, it's not supposed to. Right. It was like um. It start. They talk about how Pinocchio came to be. Like it was about a story, a, a little story about a tree, and um, these birds kept like 
being nagging and getting in the way of him being in peace. Mm-hmm. And eventually uh, he gets frustrated and that's it. That was basically the whole story, briefly, just summarizing it. And um, that was like supposed to say uh, a story of how Pinocchio became Pinocchio. Mm. And um, I, it's a good thing they took it away. Yeah. It probably would have been like a waste of time, sort of. Like based on what they had it, like to do. It was a good thing they did that. Yeah, yeah in balance. Yeah. Speaking of special features, didn't they, isn't Pinocchio the first Disney movie where they used like 3D uh, like lighting to do the fairy? Oh, um, I think they did. Like panoramic Oh. When they, when they drew her or however they did it. Yeah. Specifically, uh, but I know that that's what they did with her. Yeah. Their animation was expensive. Yeah. And they got it from uh, Snow White. Yeah, they, they cashed it in from Snow White. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. And uh, this one, I remember when this one came out, it didn't do as well. Because uh, it was World War Two. Yeah. Nobody worrying about Pinocchio. <laughs> There's other films that actually took it harder. than really? Yeah, it took it harder. It was uh, Dumbo and the other ones. It, they took it harder because it was towards the end of the war, mm-hmm. and some were in the beginning of the war, so um, it was not uh, successful. But this Pinocchio was a bit successful. Like, they were, got enough money. It just right. wasn't a big, big hit. It wasn't like Snow White. Snow White. Right. Because that was before the war. Yeah. <laughs> bad luck. It was, like, sort of bad luck for them, yeah. you know. Um, and then... I know when they were doing the film, like pre-production stage, when they were in the storyboards, there were so many uh, things that happened in the book. I heard in the books, the stories that they wrote about Pinocchio, mm-hmm. it was like much darker. Yeah, more much, in much detail darker. and everything. Um, like in the book, Jiminy Cricket was supposed to die. Mm. Pinocchio was supposed to, like in the, in the, in the live action one. Right. It's sort, of, it's sort of close to the book. Okay, yeah. Because if you noticed... Um, because uh, Pinocchio steps on a cricket, and that was how it was supposed to happen. And then Jiminy's a ghost, like, conscious. Yeah. And then in Disney, they didn't do that because I felt kids would cry or something. <laughs> he wouldn't be as memorable. Yeah. Is, yeah. So they made him look like a live talking cricket. But in the original book, like, in the live action, he Pinocchio kills him. And then he becomes his conscience. That's dope. I haven't seen the live action one in hell. I love that one. I've, I probably have some music of it. I have a soundtrack of it. I, I've I've been seeing it like when we go to like Dimples. Yeah. But I want it on Blu-ray. <laughs> That's a good one. That one's scary. That one is. I remember that one scaring me and shit. Yeah. The the production was just great. The production style, the the wardrobe was really good. Yeah. You would think it was like Tim Burton had something to do. Yeah. <laughs> I at least collaborated. Yeah, he was there, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's go back to, uh, what about Geppetto? Did he ever freak you out or anything? No, I was always, I kind of just felt bad for Geppetto. Mm. You know, he's he's almost like the opposite of the the lonely cat woman. He just has a bunch of cats. Yeah. He was like that wooden old man he just made a bunch of clocks yeah i was like um i felt a little creeped out by him a little bit at the beginning um but 
thinking it now, um, there was nothing wrong with him. It's just the way he, his, the way he, they made him move, the way his uh, face expressions were sometimes creeped me out. But uh, I knew he wasn't like scary, scary. It's just creepy. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, um, he was a bit innocent, like a child in some way. Makes yeah. I mean, he made a toy. Yeah. He wanted the toy to come. He's a, he's a puppeteer, and um, what about Figaro? Figaro's dope. <laughs> Figaro's dope. Yeah. It's, uh, he doesn't talk, but he's dope. Yeah. <laughs> Just um, I, I want to say they did some something based on uh the Marx Brothers, the ones who doesn't talk. Hmm. I, I want to say they did something of inspiration over that because he didn't talk and then just basically with the way he moved and the way his his, his mannerisms and his uh the way. He was angry, happy, sad. It just it made you either laugh, fun, like laugh, or or just sad, and just give you an emotion. Right. Yeah. And he, and he was a somewhat of a comedy comedy relief character. And um, and speaking of that, um, and speaking of uh, behind the scenes, there was another scene where Geppetto and Figaro are inside the well, mm-hmm. and um, there was a cre- it, this is one of the creepiest ones I've ever seen for backstage for P- Pinocchio. Um, there was a scene, this extended scene where, um, you know, they have no food, right. you know, um, they can't catch any fish inside the well. And Geppetto is like, what are we going to do, Figaro? Like, we can't get any, any fish. Mm-hmm. And, um, Figaro's like all hungry. And then eventually immediately looks at the, at the fish and he's like thinking, he's like, I'm probably going to eat, like visual, like visualizes the fish as a, like a platter and food. Yeah. So he tries to eat, like, grab her. And then Geppetto's like, no, don't do it. Like, hella angry. Really? It's funny because I feel like I've seen that before. Yeah, they only have it on sketches. It's crazy. Like, And then he does it a couple more times. And then Geppetto is like, stop. And then he starts visualizing the fish. And he, now he just wants, he's thinking of eating her, too. Mm, he's like, no. And, and scares the fish. <laughs> and the way they looked at her was hella creepy, too, based on the drawings. And, um... The fish went back to the castle, and and Geppetto was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And then they all felt bad, and then they, they after that was it. That was creepy. That was that's funny. That would have been funny too. Yeah, yeah. Like, that'd have been <laughs> I'd have been scared probably if I saw that if I was younger. Fucking Disney's blueprints, man. They're always like, "We got it. We're gonna kill this one off. Geppetto's gonna die in this one." All right. <laughs> uh that's crazy. That's crazy. Because Monstro is supposed to be like Moby Dick, isn't it? Yeah. Basically. I think they got the writers uh, from who wrote the stories probably got inspiration from other writers and other stories. Because mm-hmm. I know, I think Moby Dick, Moby Dick or uh, Pinocchio was, they were not far off from each other right. during that time, I think. Um, what about, uh, we just talked about the fox and the cat. What do you think of those characters? Um, it speaking on what we said earlier, like the first time we watch it, like I thought they were cool, mm. you know, they, you know, the bad people. Yeah. I, I used to like the villains, you know, and then the more you watch it, and you're like, fuck, they're they're horrible people. <laughs> but I mean, when I watch it now, they just it's just silly. It's yeah. just like it's just funny. It's funny because one of them doesn't talk. Yeah. One doesn't so, 
That's that funny how they do that. I think you ever thought like uh, a little pattern they did since Pinocchio and Snow White, they have at least one or two characters silent. I want to see, I want to, I might do some, a little bit more research mm-hmm. about it. Um, Cause the next movie is Dumbo, right? Uh, Fantasia. Fantasia and then Dumbo. Okay. Yeah. There's more stuff to it too. It's crazy. Right. There's so much backstory and history between all these films and, um, Pinocchio, um, like, let's see. I could probably show you. I should have did some, like, real research, man. Uh, I came in here with the heat. Let me see. So, Carlo Coyote wrote the original novel of the in Italian magazines in 1881. It was published as a book two years later. Um, the name Pinocchio literally means the little wooden head. Uh, the hardest part of the production was making Pinocchio a sympathetic character. Coyote's story was re- rewritten and removed the Woody boy's mischievous, even malicious streak. They made him more passive. So he was he was a troublemaker the whole time, and I guess Disney wanted him to be, like, more sympathetic and more uh, nicer. Yeah, more, like, oblivious almost. Yeah, because I, I, I guess in the stories they made Pinocchio more of a, a, a yeah, really annoying and really mischievous and... Yeah, I, th- I think it would have not worked. That film would not work, would be even remotely su- successful if they didn't do that. And it was around that time, people didn't want to see no bad little wooden boy Yeah. that they want to spank. Yeah. I would want to spank him. Like, <laughs> you get a wood a woodcut? <laughs> get a cut? Like, damn. Um, And they said it was trickier to make him look like a human boy. And I actually, I've seen... They usually do when they talk about pre-production. They say, um, I've seen some sketches of they did. And it looks sort of like from the books of how he's supposed to look like. But I like how they did Pinocchio in the Disney version. How they made him a boy? Look, look Made him look like a boy. Mm. Somewhat. You know, right. he it still, still has. Looks like Pinocchio. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it says, according to the 1938 New York article, Walt Disney tossed 2,300 feet of footage represented representing five months of work because it missed the feeling he had in mind. Oh, snap. They threw away a whole Pinocchio because it didn't work? A lot of footage. I, I guess pre-production, like, um, they, Walt Disney did not, lo- did not like the direction it was going, I think. I think I, I heard it was much darker than it was supposed to be, and Disney did not like that. So he, he wanted more child-friendly, more happy, um, because they were making their cartoons at the same time. Yeah, like Silly Symphonies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were still doing the Silly Symphonies. Mickey Mouse was was growing and growing still. Right. And this was a big project they were doing aside. Right. It's funny because all of his old cartoons are, are dark as shit. Like yeah. Mickey's like first cartoons, they are not like child-friendly, no. you know? So I could see where he was like, we got to pull back, y'all, all right? Yeah. We people talking about us <laughs> yeah, like they started right after disney uh the snow white came out and it was a success so they used yeah. that money to start pre-production immediately and then and they were already like this shit was already yeah, dark like a year later like, they good yeah <laughs> like a year later they just said oh this is not working let's yeah. just throw away all this they said also said it took 12 artists 18 months to come up with a look for pinocchio that was rounded and cute enough to pass muster animator milk Khan finally hit hit upon the idea of drawing him as a human boy, then adding the puppet's nails and joints. Mm. Damn. 18 months. 
Okay. That's the answer right there. The 18 months it took to make Disney move a Pinocchio character. Because you think, like, 18 months. 18 months. That's every day people had to draw some type of Pinocchio. And Walt had to be like, fuck no. Yeah. I, I think Disney uh, was always involved in, in the projects and always checked right. what they had. And he's probably like, nope, 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 nope. People like, yeah. Man, and that's back then where it took, like, a year to do, like, a page of something. Yeah. So, uh, and then Milk Khan, one of the nine old men, actually was able to uh, make Walt happy and just move on with the project. Right. Um, and then uh, one of the other facts was, you know, like Pinocchio killing the cricket. With in in the story, mm-hmm. uh, in the live action, like we mentioned, he, he steps on it. In the original story, he kills the cricket with the hammer. Um, mm, the one where he's a little badass. Yeah. And then Walt Disney decided to leave him, let him to live. Okay. Um, yeah, and then the idea of making him have clothes and start talking. Um, let's see. There's other differences from the source material. In the book, the Blue Fairy has a team of animals working for her, including a poodle, her coachman, a group of mice to pull the coach, and a snail, a messenger. Hmm. Uh, Stromboli is called... Mafia Foco, Fire Eater, in the novel. And Pleasure Island is called Toyland. And the sea creature that swallows Geppetto and Pinocchio is a giant shark, not a whale. Holy shit. So it was supposed to be a giant shark. I don't remember what... What do you think of that? Like, all of those changes. It's funny. Uh, I don't like Toyland. That one just sounds like... Really happy. You know what I mean? Like, it... uh, but the shark, that's interesting. Because Monstro is a huge... Like, it was a big shark, I'm assuming, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, whales don't eat people. Like, they just got caught yeah. in Monstro. So... Whales just eat fish. You know? And they just got caught in the fish. Yeah. Like, Finding Nemo, damn near. Yeah. So, I feel like if they would have got eaten by the shark, they would have been dead. <laughs> or he just like one gulp some and shit. I don't know. I gotta see the book. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Um, Let's see, Cliff Edwards, aka Ukulele, Ukulele Ike, was the voice of. Uh, oh, he auditioned for the voice of Pinocchio, but he was forty three years old at the time, and so uh, they gave him Jiminy Cricket. Oh. Huh. Yeah, he met like he voiced for Pinocchio. He tried to. Audition for Pinocchio's voice, and then they said that uh, he had su- he had a grown up voice, so they had to cast him as Jiminy Cricket, Ukulele Ike. Damn, he was a he was a novelty tune singer in the twenties and thirties. Yeah, totally. And they eventually used him for uh, Fine and Fancy Free, which we'll talk later about mm-hmm. that film. Um, it's an iconic voice now, like. I didn't know that. I didn't know much about him like that. Yeah. Um, Dickie Jones was 12, 12 years old when he uh, when he uh, was at the film Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. That's a, another great film I saw when I was in high school. Uh, and he got the voice of Pinocchio, hmm. the little boy. Um, and then he was uh, he voiced Alexander of one of the boys of Pleasure Island. Hmm. In the, in the story. In, okay. And when they go to that mischievous. 
place in Pinocchio. He voiced the next strip kid. Okay. Yeah. Double duty, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Hey. I I guess it was tougher to uh audition for kids at the time, just picking the right voice and picking the right per- people because right. everybody wanted to go to Hollywood back back then. Especially. Yeah, back then, especially especially for Walt Disney after all that success with uh Snow White, pe- oh, yeah. people wanted to jump in immediately. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. Wait, what was the other movie you said that the Finding Oh, Finding Fancy Free? No, no, no. The Meet the Smiths? Or what'd you just say? Uh Oh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington? Yeah, what's that? That that's the yeah. film with with uh James Stewart. He was a teacher who wanted to vote wanted uh to be uh was running for Congress. Mm-hmm. And the people of the Senate did not like did not really like him because he was honest and sincere and wanted to change the society in America. But uh, eventually he goes through this journey of trying to get um, the Senate to believe that he's the real deal and he deserves to be in Congress. Mm. And, um, you know, uh, eventually he does this, I forgot what it's called, but he talks nonstop for like a couple hours so he could uh, appeal and um, try to. She's st- like he's still fighting to be on Congress, like, and then eventually he faints, and they accept him in Congress at the end. Yeah. No, this is a uh, another film. Okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah, great film. Okay, I'm gonna like this live action Disney like old uh, one like. Nah, not this one. Peach Dragon like. <laughs> um. See, according to Times, character actor who voiced the theoretical con artist, Honest John the Fox. Mm-hmm. Honest John. Honest, yeah. yeah Honest John the Fox. Based on his characterization of two famous act- acting brothers, whose name started with a B, presumably John and Lionel Barrymore. Hmm. hmm. So it was it was Honest. I didn't know his name till now. Honest John. Honest, that's funny. I know the other one's Gideon. Gideon and Honest John. Sweet. Um... Yeah, and then there's another one that says, uh, Honest John's sidekick, Gideon the Cat, was initially a speaking character voiced by Mel Blank. Again, when we talked about how Dopey was supposed to be voiced by Mel Blank, mm-hmm. but they kept him uh, quiet. Him quiet. Um, I wonder, does he get paid for that? Like, <laughs> he just watches it, and he's like, why, why is the cat not talking? I did words for him. Uh, it says, um... But the filmmakers decided to make Gideon a mute like Dopey and Snow White, and all Blank's voice work at Gideon was cut from the film. Save, save from the three hiccups. I guess those three hiccups counts. Hmm. The the time when I think what what he, I forgot what he drank, but he drank some alcohol or something. He drank, yeah. They they were drinking like any or something up in there. Blank also voiced Geppetto's cat Figaro in the scene where the feline sneezes. So you probably just did the voice, like, the sound effects. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't. That's interesting. That is. It's it's always funny when you see a character that's not talking and they were supposed to talk. Yeah. It just makes you wonder, because I picture him quiet. Yeah. And just having the man with a thousand voices, Mm -hmm. just collaborating with Disney, even though he was really well known for uh, Warner Brothers and for the Looney Tunes. 
uh, voicing the roar of the whale was better, was well known later on as the voice of Tony the Tiger. Really? It was a person that did it? Yeah. I thought they made uh, Foley for that. I didn't. I didn't think so. Like it's crazy. I thought like eventually I found out how they did the sound effects because they have a lot in the in the Disney lot. They have a a, a studio, like basically of all the sound stuff. Yeah. So that's what I thought. That's how they did it. But I guess it was the guy who did the voice of Tony the Tiger. Now I gotta watch it again. Yeah. Now I gotta hear Monstro, and I'm like, that's somebody's voice. <laughs> that's funny. Um, let's see. Disney man, that's that's so cool. Yeah, they always sneaking so shit up in there. So much crazy, like, history. It is. Their references are crazy. Um, Ravenscroft and his singing group, The Mellow Men, also performed a song called "Honest John," which was ultimately cut from the film. I never heard it, but it's probably in the Disney DVD of Lost Songs. I'd like to hear that one. Yeah. Um, I wonder what part it would have been at. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I hope they have some sketches or something. That would be cool to see. Yeah, it's probably in the Diamond Edition or something. I don't know. That that that's another thing. I I don't get when Disney puts diamond gold. Even though, like for example, Aladdin just came out and it's the Diamond Edition. Yeah. It just came out like a couple. The platinum one just came out. That's the vault shit. Because it's out now, but like if you don't get a copy of it. You can't get it yeah. until they bring this. What's next? Like, what's next? They gotta stop calling them by gems. Just yeah, because emerald is gonna be the yeah. next one. Like, I it's funny. Um, see, since we're on that topic, yeah. why does Disney movies always thirty dollars? I don't know. I mean, even old ones. I don't know. I, I bought it about a uh, couple years back. It was like two thousand eight. I bought Jungle Book on DVD at Costco. I have that too. And um, that costed like close to 30 bucks. And that's like the gold edition, right? It was it was an edition. Oh, okay, okay. I think it was diamond or platinum, whatever diamond. I'm, I'm sick of it. <laughs> Stop it, Disney. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Why? It, maybe because of its name, the mark. Yeah. Um, I mean... I never knew how much they costed when I was growing up, but they they always brought in. They were always brought in, and I would just watch them. Always. Yeah. But now I feel like I want to start the Disney collection, but like half of them you have to like go deep in the internet to find. Yeah. Um. What I do, I'm starting to collect v- VHS again, like the Disney ones. So I go to Denials, and I always see this. Same guy selling VHS tapes of Disney. And they're a dollar yeah. each. So th- every film that I have, I don't have in my collection, I just buy one. Mm-hmm. Every time I go. We went there yesterday. Oh, you did? I think I know who you're talking about. It's, it's like um, on the far, far corner near the wall where the yeah, streets are. On the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that's where I usually buy. I was hella like, boom, boom, boom. I was like, damn. <laughs> That's a smart idea, huh? And you'll get like the rich, filmy yeah. feel of watching it, not yeah. the super triple remastered yeah. version. <laughs> I don't like that. Um, yeah, I, I'm sort of into that phase of watching VHS tapes again. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, most of the films I grew up w- watching are VHS. Okay. 
the DVDs are probably uh, bought basically when I was 12 and on. Right. Um, usually I'll buy them at the flea market too, films I haven't seen. Um, Disney, The Jungle Book was an exception of a Disney film on DVD. The, never bought, <laughs> I never bought another Disney film on DVD. That's the only film. The other ones are VHS. VHS tapes. That's funny because if we're not counting Pixar movies, because I don't consider, I feel like Pixar is in its own like realm with Disney's tag on it. You know what I mean? So like, I have Jungle Book, and I think that's it. (laughs) I think that's it. Like for DVDs, like I can't think of my fuck no. Like (laughs) oh, never mind. my sister bought Tangled when it came out. Uh, I've never seen Tangled. Oh, it's a good film. I heard it was good. I haven't seen it. It's Rapunzel, isn't it? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Um, Let's see. And then when you mention about 3D cameras, I got another fact. Basically, much of the film's visual richness comes from Disney's famed multi-cam camera used to give painted environments an illusion of depth. That's right. And they use that in Snow White. Okay. Yeah, the multi-cameras, and um, the cinematographer would approach the multi-set setup they had from above, and then Pinocchio and the Disney team developed what is called the universal crane that was approached to set up from any direction, like a crane-mounted camera on live-action set. You know what's funny? That, I, uh, what movie was it? I think Peter Pan, I think in that bonus feature, I seen that. And they talked about it because that's how they do their like it looks like a picture, but it's not a picture. Yeah. And that's how they can always like take stuff out yeah. like it's a stage. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's another film that actually had that um, in the VHS tape of Bambi. Yes. Uh, after all that, they talk about the backstage of all how they did it. And they still use that same multi camera stuff. So I knew about that. And then for Snow White, I still want to see more of Snow White's backstory, like the bonus features. But I, I knew from then on, I knew that they used that to make the animations right. for most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I always found that interesting yeah. about how they did these films. Yeah, it is. Because yeah. um, nowadays, this, it seems easy compared to the way they used to have to do shit. Yeah. And it's hard to do it now. So I can only imagine what they had to go through. Yeah. Shit. Um, the film costed two point three million to make, twice as much as Snow White, but it earned less than two million during the initial run. It it was enough, but it right. it, it didn't it wasn't that successful. Right. And in some ways, it's considered a flop. Mm-hmm. But first time they had enough money, but they had a um, they had to think they had to think again of not being too ambitious after this film. Right. And that's how they. Went to Fantasia, which was uh, a less, a le- it was a smaller budget to right. make. Right, right, right. Fantasia. So this one was a, they were really ambitious after seeing Snow White. They were like, oh, this this is interesting. Like we we did something great. Mm-hmm. It was it was successful. Mm-hmm. Let's go even higher. And then when Pinocchio, they just said, uh, this okay. They they the animation is beautiful. I love the animation. Mm-hmm. It's like every they, like the details of every settings. It's perfect. The way the water hits on stuff. <laughs> and then when it was unsuc- like box office flop considerably, um, they had to rethink of what of what they should do now. You know, after this at this point right. when they did Pinocchio, it's like don't do another Pinocchio right now. 
because it's going to be even lesser than what we just made. Yeah. So. Um. It said some theories of the movie did poorly initially because of it's so grim because it was dark. Right. Um, Pinocchio is terrorized throughout the movie and four of the five villains who torment him get off unpunished. True. Yeah. Now that I think about it, shouldn't it be like an ens- an essence of life, you know? So sometimes bad guys get away with it. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, he got himself in those situations. Yeah. Like he didn't like wake up and then get taken to yeah. all these places. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I don't you know, some people don't like the truth. And that's probably what it was. It was probably like, fuck, I lie all the time. <laughs> Especially around that time. Um, this, it said the film eventually made profit during the re-release in 1945. So eventually after the war, mm-hmm. um, Disney would put the film back in theaters of total of seven times between 1945 and 1992. Yes. And, it, and, I, and I've seen some VHS trailers of it saying like, um oh this is the last time of this millennium to get this dvd yeah because i've seen that on uh, i don't remember what disney film it was i think it was uh lion king it was like re-release or little mermaid one of them the vault man the vault is evil it's oh it's evil (laughs) um the film did win two academy awards for its music uh the when you wish upon a star which is like Disney's song now. Yeah, it's Disney's theme. That's song Disney's now. theme. It's crazy thinking about it, like how that that um that little portion of that song of the movie just exploded and be- actually became an all time classic theme for for Disney alone. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Yeah. It's like, didn't they? Did they trademark that? They've trademarked yeah, that. that. That's, that's theirs, right? <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, Family Guy got sued for that because um, they used "When I Wish Upon a Jew" or something like that. So, and they got sued for for, for using that same tune and Concept. yeah. They know what's up. So they uh, they they got in trouble for that, but th- I guess that's how important it is to Disney. It's crazy. But she owns words now. That's dumb. It is dumb. <laughs> that was so dumb. You can't let people talk anymore. That nah, sucks. man. You can't. You can't say like shake it off without like getting. I might get in trouble because I just said shake that. it off. <laughs> we both gonna get in trouble. Screw <laughs> <laughs> it. Then they might make us a song of us because we say shake it that off. That might. That might happen. Shake it off. <laughs> um. So okay. Um. A little. A little deeper meaning of the film. Um. What do you think of? When Di- when Pinocchio died, for that quick second, <laughs> uh, it's f- back then. You know, I got sad. It was it was a bit sad, but not as sad as Disney Snow White, like the ending when she dies. That's yeah. not as sad as uh, when Pinocchio died. It was it was a bit sad knowing that he was dead. But at first, I thought I, like when I first saw. When I first saw that, I, I didn't think he was dead. I think he was just asleep or just knocked out. Okay. But eventually I found out he was dead. Oh, well, actually, I knew he was dead, but I didn't want to believe it when I first saw it. Because I remember they showed a scene where he's, like, floating upside, yeah. da- upside down. Funky, See, that's right? creepy. <laughs> See, that's creepy, too. That's another creepy part of the film. Just when he dies. They show it, how he dies. He's just laying there, right, right. 
you don't see that in Disney anymore, man. You you don't see that anymore. It's it's taboo. Whatever is like the rating before G, that's what Disney does now. (laughs) These were like PG for that time. Yeah. So they were, uh, damn, these were really dark and really dark films, and it just won't happen again. It it's funny you say when we see him dead. It's almost like through the movie, you almost care about Jiminy more than yeah. Pinocchio. So when Pinocchio died, you almost like. So does Jiminy get a star? Like <laughs> I'm bullshitting, but <laughs> is he getting a star no matter what? But I I think that's like when you see him. Like I didn't. I you know you're like oh shit like. Yeah. Get up, but it would have been more if Jiminy was dying. Like you probably would be like, "Oh fuck, he's not getting a star." No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of Geppetto, Pinocchio, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, Figaro. Uh, Figaro, right? The cat is crying with the fish. Oh, yeah. It's very sad. Yeah, it's very sad. I I wasn't too sad about it, but no, no, that's what I mean. Sad, like. Though. Cause I mean, he just left being a dick. He yeah. was a little jackass. So he, he he learned though. Like if, not many people notice, but Figaro changes his character develops from being just being a, a spoiled brat and then just caring. caring person. Yeah, caring cat, not person. Caring cat. Um. Yeah. Um. Well, what do you think of the the Pleasure Island? I think that's like that. To the end, I like the best parts. I love that part. It's that part is scary too when they turn it into donkey. Yeah, that that whole sequence is scary and fun at the same time because you see all that all those people being mischievous, all those kids, and sick. Uh, I wasn't. I knew I was a kid, and I didn't. I wasn't too much a fan of cigars, but seeing that was cool. Yeah, drinking too. Drinking like, too. That's not in Disney. You will never see that again. At, well, no, not in the cartoon. Is it I, in Princess and the Frog? No, but I, I will have to see Tangled again because they are at a bar. Uh oh. I have to see that again if they're drinking. Is it a bar or a tavern? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> That's hella funny. I have to see that. Again. I picture they'd be doing it in Princess and the Frog because they're in New Orleans. I have a lot to say about that film. Uh, well, that'll be that'll be for another episode. That film, oh my god, I liked it. Okay. I, I I liked it more uh, than I thought it would be. I had, I had, I had, there were so many expectations because some people said it was bad, some people were saying we're good. But yeah, that's for another story though. Okay, we'll uh, come to that one though. <laughs> yeah. I technically seen that entangled like on Disney on Ice. Yeah, so I haven't seen it, but I've heard all the songs. Yeah, but I haven't like. Like, I have an idea of what it is, but I haven't watched the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I will. Um, we love Disney. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Pinocchio. It's one of my favorite films out there. One of my favorites. Um, I'll probably... Oh, dude. That, what's it called? As a kid? I, wait. I think I... Yeah. I, I went there when I was a kid in Disneyland. And um, I was a bit... I was a, Scaredy Cats kid. So seeing those rides, I was like, I, I there's recordings of me in Disneyland, and my eyes are all closed up, and I'm like super scared, and I'm like, no, oh, too dark. And um, 
She does it too, and she's grown. So, <laughs> <laughs> damn. Uh, uh, no, that's okay though. She's, hey, she's hey, she's hey! It's scary, you know. It's yeah. a little frightening. Uh, and then the, the Snow White ride was pretty dark for a kid too. I'm not gonna lie. Um, what was the Mr. Toad one? Yeah. When you're like driving in hell, yeah, I used to get spooked during that part. <laughs> Hopefully, it's still there in it Disneyland. Is. It's still there. Mm-hmm. I need to go there again. Yes. Huh? I said yes. Oh, uh, I thought I said guess. I'm like, what? Oh no! Guess no. <laughs> who? No. <laughs> no uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I totally, dude. This film, even though it's dark, it has its morals. It, my mom kept telling me, like, while we're watching it together, she kept telling me, like, oh, this is happening. You shouldn't do this. Um, if you be a good boy, you won't be a donkey. And then, um, and then eventually I saw the live-action one. And then I, you, you could we could compare those uh, another time. But this film stands alone as one of the best animated films in Disney history ever. E- just in animation history ever. Yeah, totally. One of, one of the golden years of, of Disney. Well, the forefronts that brought that brought up the nine old men actually. If you think about it, if they did, like aside from Fantasia, because Fantasia was gonna happen yeah. regardless. Say they did Dumbo right now instead of Pinocchio or Bambi. It wouldn't be as successful. It would, work, right? it would be sort of successful. It would probably have a cult following. Right. It would probably be controversial because of scarecrows. Yes, for Dumbo, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Controversial. Pinocchio, to, if it was today, it would be monumental. It would be successful. Absolutely. Especially if it was original. <laughs> and if you notice, uh, Pinocchio didn't have any, uh, a lot of songs. No. Not a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. It, it's just straightforward. This happens, they go over here. This happens, they go mm-hmm. And then after a certain point, there are no more songs. No more songs after that. I like that. That's dope. That's it, it, dope. Um, let me see. And nowadays, you just see a bunch of Disney films just like just singing every single time. I mean, it's to the point that they're just selling them soundtracks, man. Soundtracks. Back then, it was it was like a cherished soundtrack. Yeah. Now it's like they market the soundtrack more than the movie. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh soundtracks, uh, Pinocchio actually won. For the sound, won an award for the soundtrack. Those for songs are dope. Those songs are dope. Yeah. Because Snow White doesn't have that many, doesn't it? It doesn't have that many. Not that many, but uh, at that time, they they it, they Disney did not own them because RKO Pictures had the rights oh. to the soundtrack. So now, but at that time, they're the same company, RKO Pictures, were doing the music for them. Right. And but I forgot who the composer was, but he. He won the award for it. Uh-huh. For, like, uh, Hi-Ho and... Uh, not for Snow White, but for Pinocchio. Pinocchio but he did the same thing for Snow White, but uh, Pinocchio was much more successful. Right. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, Pinocchio songs, are they're memorable. Like, <laughs> really memorable. Um, yeah, what, 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 how would you grade Pinocchio? It gets an A-. minus. A-? minus. I agree, A minus. It, it's A A minus because it's a perfect film, but it's not. It I I understand for why there's some flaws to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of my favorite films, but not 
Not not my top five. Okay. It's my top ten. Okay. Not my top five. It's probably like a six. Top six. It yeah. would be number six. Okay. Yeah, I grew up. We we both grew up watching it. Um, it's a classic film. It sucks because the kids today don't care. Yeah, they care what's now, what's trending. Yeah. So I mean, when they remake Pinocchio, <laughs> the live action one, um, it's gonna suck ass. Yeah. Like I I didn't bother. Maybe I I got a little hyped with the Jungle Book one. I did. That one looks cool. It look, I, I have a, a somewhat hope for it. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I didn't bother. I didn't bother the Cinderella one. I was like, nah. How many times can you tell that story? We all know it. Yeah. Babies even know that story. Like, come on now. Yeah. Um, have you seen Tomorrowland? Okay, I I try to watch it this on Saturday, Saturday night, because I saw Inside Out, and okay. I saw it on my. I I like it. It's not my favorite, but I like it. Hell yeah, hell yeah, it's better than Cars. I needed to hear. Inside Out is better than Cars. That's all I needed to hear. The franchise. Cars is horrible. Cars is bad. Cars Um, isn't marketed to us. Yeah. (laughs) I I I I didn't buy into the game. I didn't buy into the uh, into the cars. I I I thought they were copying from another cartoon Disney did back in the 1930s and 40s. Uh, I actually have a cartoon like that. Where it's like a live car and the same structure. That's how they look like. So, yeah, I never mentioned it till now. Oh, shit. Uh, but, yeah. You're going to get in trouble, George. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. This is Pinocchio, guys. Uh, it's nice having you here, Jamani. Thank you, man. Always. Another time is going to be Fantasia. The original. Are we going to do Fantasia and 2000? Should like we do both? We'll do that yeah. for next time. Because they're both on Netflix. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do uh, Fantasia of 1940 and uh, Fantasia 2000 from 1999. Fuck yeah. I mean, the first one's better. But I mean, 2000s is dope. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen uh, it at IMAX. All Thank right, guys. You. That's what's Disney Thursdays. We'll see you next time.